start recording. Oh. <laughs> Welcome into the Center and Saint podcast. Here we are. Uh, your hosts, Ben and Patrick, coming at you from Patrick's office. That's right. Here in uh, in Noblesville, Indiana. Episode 001, if you're into uh, binary. Episode 1, if you're just normal. Yeah, what if you're tertiary? Well, I don't even know what that word means. Well, it means uh, third round, I guess. Oh. Well, that's episode 3. That's we're beyond us. So we're, we're going to start with round 1. we got to get into round we 1. We do. Round 1 means uh, means this. We um, Center and Saints is a simple introduction to life. When we were at our best and when we were at our worst. And so uh, two guys that uh, know that well. And we're going to guide just casual conversations day to day and invite a few guests in along with that. But we're going to bookend it with uh, the best of our spirits. And so we're going to start with uh, a spirit where it'll be, we'll have a drink, a unique drink that uh, bartender Ben's going to give us nearly every session. We are both spiritual individuals in very different ways. Very. I uh, I am more... And yet some very sim- strong similarities. Strong similarities. Yep. I am more spiritual in um, actual spirits. So <laughs> while I don't necessarily look for salvation in uh, organized religion, I certainly find it in the best of life, including cocktails. And today we are having a sidecar. Sidecar is a pretty simple cocktail. It's a good summer cocktail. We are currently recording in August. Um, it's lemon, bourbon, triple sec, um, and that's pretty much it. It's awfully bright. It is very bright. Uh huh. For having bourbon in it, yeah. 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 I would tell people what the uh, equal parts are on this, but uh, it's that old thing baking is science, cooking is jazz. That's right. This is cocktails are jazz for me. Cheers. Cheers to you, sir. Yeah. And we're Slaunch all. it, as the Irish say. You got to make the, because it's audio, you got to really accentuate on the mouth. Oh, that, yeah, the listeners want to be, ooh. Boy, oh, that's my, refreshing. That, oh, exactly, my word. That's, that's summertime in a cup right I there. I mean, they're not going to see the sparkle on the screen, so mm-hmm. we got to make sure that we're really building up the audio version. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can get that. And so as someone who's had this a lot, the joy of this for me is, Sometimes Patrick will have had cocktails I've made and won't have had cocktails I've made. I don't know if I've ever made this for you. So now you have to be in the hot seat of honest critique. Yeah, th- no, this is good. You got the, it certainly can taste the bourbon in it. Um, it's smooth. Uh, so I don't know if that's the bourbon or if that's the, did you say bitters are in there? Some, some No, triple sack and lemon. The triple sack, if that softens uh, the bitterness of it, but it's bright, like I said, with. Not only the color, but the taste is yeah. bright because of that lemon. Um, it's not quite pledge tasting, right? Anytime you throw a lemon in a alcoholic drink, you're like, am I just drinking pledge? Sure. Uh, sure. And it's not there, so. Well, uh, joke's on you, buddy. There's pledge. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, then I feel cleaner already. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, yeah. Dust-free, for sure. Well, I mean, you've got the Mr. Clean thing going on already. So uh, now you just pretty limited. Being uh, bald and and creepily walking around in other people's households. If you didn't wear the white T-shirt, well, if they wouldn't immediately go to Mr. Clean. Your ear's not even pierced, <laughs> and you put that you put that earring in, and yeah, it's. I mean, 
Uh, yeah, no interest in ear piercings. That's never been a never a, never a curiosity of mine that I cared to do. Some guys can pull it off. I think I could not pull it off. I think I would not. Uh, oof. I think it would invite a lot of criticism, critique, teasing, uh, even being a giant man. So. Yeah, uh, obviously for, for you listeners at home, you don't know what we look like. And we're going to keep it that way because we're, <laughs> here, better. we're here to protect it's you. It's better. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, if you saw us, we're not the ear piercing <laughs> um, back in when we were younger, they used to call it metrosexuals. Yeah. We would we would fall squarely under the category of lumbersexual. Uh, bearded men, I'm currently wearing a flannel. And it's August. I mean, do the math yourself. And, so. and I'm obviously wearing a white t-shirt, obviously, is the Mr. <laughs> Clean image. It's the mop so. that's weird. Yeah, it's the mop I'm uncomfortable with. And we didn't we didn't call Pierce Deersings. I came from rural town in Missouri. We had a whole other name for it growing up. Yeah. That was not, not very kind. It's, Both Patrick and I are, are country kids, I guess yes. is a good way to put it. Both grew up in rural areas a couple states away, and yet... We still found one. Another. We found it. Fate so over it's a McDonald's order of all oh, of, of all things, McDonald's, McDonald's bring the world together. Yeah, uh, not a sponsor, by the way, but McDonald's. Mm. Feel free to jump in here on episode one. They could us if you like. Um, so yeah, as Patrick said, we're just going to kind of be rolling through everyday life. We're just everyday guys. So talking about things that you know people go through, and hopefully finding some laughs along the way. And so with that, we're going to kind of do best and worst. Um, we're gonna go worst first. Right, and, and the so. idea of this is, uh, again, we all have that center and saint within us. We are, nobody is all good, nobody is all fully evil. Um, well, and so exploring the depths of that and recognizing those times when, uh, yeah, when we're not at our best, but also maybe those times where we, we shine a little bit. So we'll give, it, we'll give uh, space to each other to humble brag a little bit. Um, but that's at the end. But only at the end. But because we're doing the worst for it. And I'll volunteer to go first. Oh, yeah. I, I would, uh, you're the best at the worst. So, makes well, sense. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the men's room wall says. <laughs> so, uh, I, so, you know, what we like to do is frequently he and I will get together every, every month or two and catch up. And um, since the last time I saw you, uh, I have to say my worst has been patience. I, you know, as, as a squarely middle-aged guy, I, I lack patience sometimes. And that can be uh, that can be an undesirable quality in friends and family members and employees and coworkers and things like that. And I don't, I honestly don't believe it comes from a hubris standpoint. I think it comes from a standpoint of, I just get to a point sometimes where I'm done. Okay. And when I, like if I'm ever having a conversation with you and I have mentally checked out of the conversation, you will know because I will just start going, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. And you can, you can filibuster me well into the night and I, okay, okay, okay. So what you're saying is, is we're recording when you're done with the podcast, it's pretty going to become one-sided and I'm just going to have to carry the load. Okay. Okay. All right. We're there. We're, we're there, folks. Hey, we made it. Seven and a half minutes in. <laughs> we're rocking and rolling. Seven and a half minutes in and he's done. All right. I, I appreciate that worst story, but um, we are going to need a little bit of meat on that bone. So I don't I don't need, uh, we, again, we're not looking for glaring, like calling out sure. uh, in these stories. But we don't. We we also want to separate from the vagueness because vagueness is pretty easy in recognizing okay this yeah. polarity. Okay. And so we we do okay. need a little bit of context, or at least within yourself. Again, you don't need to throw 
you know, your, your workplace or your family under the bus. We're not trying to trash them. We do have to go to those places eventually. Um, but we, we can, again, it's recognizing the, the worst within ourselves, not necessarily recognizing the worst in others. I can do that pretty easily. Just, oh, I am very Put me good. on the road. Put oh. me behind the wheel and send me down the road and I'm there, man. Oh, I'm excellent at being critical. Or send me to a mall. Oh yeah. my gosh. A Walmart? Uh, anything. Yeah. 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 Oof. So more meat on the bone. Um, I... I compartmentalize my life. I will. Kids don't do this at home. That's not a. That's not a healthy habit. But I will compartmentalize my life. And so, um, I've got a brother who's a great guy and one of the best people I've ever known, actually. And he has said to me, "I can call you at 6:15 on a weekday morning, and you are razor sharp. But I can call you on the weekend, and you can barely put a sentence together." <laughs> Because, you know, weekend Ben comes out on the weekend where he wears a bandana and goes to the pool and rides his motorcycle and just has a good time. But weekday Ben, he's pretty buttoned up until the end of the work day. So I like to have things very organized at work. And um, I ran out of patience this week when uh, two-thirds of the employees that I work with uh, got egg on their face in a very public way. Um, and it was uncomfortable for me to have to divert the last two days of my week to cleaning up a mess that I trusted people to act accordingly, be professional, things like that. Sure. And um, so yeah, I tend to I tend to run out of patience in situations like that where I could exercise a little bit more um, grace and uh, understanding with with people. Uh, we're gonna, Is it specific enough? Or yeah, you no, me, no. You want me to name names? I, I, no, I do. Me, I, no, well, I mean, names and phone numbers. Look at you, Frank. Yeah, come on, Frank. Of course it was Frank. He probably led the whole thing. Uh, I do want to put a pin in that, so we may come back to that in the conversation. Frank uh, or the whole thing? The whole, uh, <laughs> the, the aspect particularly uh, about handling, disciplining uh, in the workplace as, as you're the higher up authority manager in that space. Uh, what, uh, what is, what's your tendency there? Uh, and, and what does that feel like when you do that? Like, is it drop the hammer? So we're, I want to come back to that and explore that when that patience is exhausted and how do you have to do that and what's that feel like and what's your approach? So I, I know what I do, uh, when I'm in a good space, I know what I do when I'm in a bad space and it can look like all sorts of things in between. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so my my worst moment, uh, I mean patience is an easy one to go off of. Uh, mine That's why is, I went first. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with just uh, uh, failed expectations. Deal. You know, you have an expectation for something or someone. You you, you think it's gonna operate in this perceived assumptive manner, um, and then it doesn't. Uh, and that's a big deal for me. Like. Being able to trust and rely on people that I'm that I'm working with or working alongside, like I want them to pull their weight, I want them to do their thing, and man, it used it. I've grown uh, a little bit most days, um, but I can manage failed expectations better. But man, I, it sometimes makes me just want to lose it um, and and become very critical, particularly of the person who disappointed me um, for not stepping up and doing what they what I felt they could do. So kind of similar manner of just, you know, I work with a lot of, uh, particularly in a lot of volunteer space, which is a different um, a different relationship with people because they're giving up their time, effort, and energy, and they can choose not to do it. <laughs> but for me, it's the, you know, 
for me, I guess it's okay. I'm okay if you say, if you don't say you don't want to do something, but don't say you want to do something and then don't do it. Like, or, and particularly not follow up with not doing that. So that's, that's just the area of frustration that I get. Like, I'd much rather you just be like, yeah, I don't care to do that. And then I know from the get go of like, okay, well then I have, I have I'm not relying on you for anything. Um, yeah. Bart will be the Scrivener, right? I would prefer. I, I don't know what you just muttered. What uh, is what? Uh, so maybe we could have a new segment called uh, <laughs> Obscure Reference of the Week. Uh, Bartleby the Scrivener was a, uh, was, a, was a short story by, I think, uh, Herman Melville. Okay. And it was about this guy who... Moby Dick, through. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he's a Scrivener. And so this is late 1800s. Okay. And he gets hired by this company. And every time the boss asks him to do something, he just says, I would prefer not to. And like... What's a, the, what's a scrivener? I'm really revealing um, uh, some disparity between uh, your what you know and what I know. I'm, so here, so for you listening at home, we're not Googling. <laughs> we don't have computers in front of us. We do have garlic knots. So we do have those. Uh, and, our, and the drinks. And, and the drinks. And, and drinks. the sidecar. I'm pretty sure a scrivener was like an old time scrap. Like, uh, like uh, the Bob Marley. No, not Bob Marley. Jacob Marley. <laughs> Bob Marley was a Rastafari. No about a king Jacob Marley in uh, Christmas Carol was a scrivener he like he wrote out the was he? yeah he was an accountant I, I assumed he was a bookkeeper but I I would have guessed that was what a scrivener was but I wasn't for sure I mean a scrivener could have been somebody who does something on a boat based off of Mel like I'm really looking at context clues and I'm yeah, like well, I, but Herman Melville wrote more than just book books I don't know that I don't know that Okay. Well, I got to tell you, I'm unsure of everything at this point. And, uh, you I'm, did, real, you, I'm not asking you, you to remember. doubt yourself. I'm just saying, I don't know Melville. Do like you, you know remember Melville. that one time we started a podcast and I started talking out the backside of my drink? Yeah. Uh, but so he says, I would prefer not to. And then basically what happens is the firm can't get rid of him, so they move, and he stays at his desk. And a new firm moves in, and they have to go to the old firm and be like, you forgot one of your employees who refuses to do everything. And uh, I've, I've hijacked the whole podcast with this. No, no, I love... i got to tell you, I'm only about 70% sure on most of the things I just I, said. So. I like everything you're making up, and that you're doing mm-hmm. it with enough confidence that I'm going to... All you have to do. It's going to be verified. If you have confidence... Done. It, it sells it. I can walk into a taco bar and be like, I'll have the bacon cheeseburger. And they'll be like, sir, we don't. I, I'd like a bacon cheeseburger. You walk into a lot of taco bars? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I need to just be in your circles. You got Melville, you got Skiveners, and taco bars. Scriveners. 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 <laughs> Those are people that walk around their skivvies. That's, that's, that's what's happening in my different. house with the teenage boys, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and like certain parts of New Orleans and most of parts of Vegas. <laughs> well, especially during certain seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. That's yeah. a real February thing. It's yeah. legal in Las Vegas, though. Oh. Well, it's legal to have a prostitute in state limits, right? I think I I've think learned that. I supposed to be talking about this. Oh, don't. <laughs> we said nothing of the sort, kids. Uh, scriveners are people who write scripts and hunt whales is what I've learned so far. Oh yeah, well they write the scripts with a whale heart. With a whale, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and done with that. Yeah, and they get the octopi to get the ink to oh, write. On oh, the excellent. Yeah. I love the the nautical aquatic uh, ecosystem oh. that's assisting here. I've read Herman Melville. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I've watched Pee Wee Herman, which is I think a cousin. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very. So a uh, best of your week. Tell me something good since the last time I've best seen you. Best of my week. Um, 
Well, we've been talking about this a long time, so doing this uh, is the best. Okay. But when I've been at my best, um, um, yeah, this is hard, right? This is a hard thing for both of us because you're a little bit of humble brag and, mm-hmm. um, hey, I know. celebrate everything. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate um, everything. Life's too short, man. Celebrate. Everything. No, I had a had a conversation um, uh, with a client, just walk, walking through some some situations, and as they were uh, kind of stuck with a situation they were trying to unpack, uh, was able to kind of help navigate through them, kind of plot the points of what they were saying. You know, they they knew the path already. They'd said it, but it wasn't registering for them, and so I, I had a chance to kind of slowly walk them through point by point of everything that they had just said. Okay. And it was really it was really fun at the end of that to just see the light bulb click on and then to be like, oh, that's it. Sure. Uh, and for them and for me to be like, yeah, and you said it. Like yeah. you, you had that within you. You just needed to unpack it. So uh, that was a pretty that was a pretty fun moment. Yeah. Both for, you know, just to see their reaction to it, but also to be able to guide them in that way. Yeah. How about you? Um Go ahead and get ready just to say nerd, 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 nerd. No. Ooh, is this about more Melville? I'm uh, so intrigued. So, <laughs> Herman Melville. Uh, no, so earlier in the pod, we said that we were both country kids mm-hmm. growing up. Um, I never really got a lot of that out of me. Yesterday, I saw a northern flicker woodpecker. <laughs> and these things are like, these things are normally like up in Minnesota and stuff. But there's... There's two or three that kind of hang around my house. Nor- a northern? Northern flicker woodpecker. Flicker. So it looks a lot like a red-bellied woodpecker. Flicker woodpecker. Only it's a flicker woodpecker. And, hashtag, uh, that's going to be trending. So now we're derailed. And uh, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag flicker woodpecker. And, but they're they're beautiful because they, they're just kind of brown and cream on the outside. But when they spread their wings, it's like brilliant gold under their wing. And that's how I originally noticed it yesterday, is I saw the gold under the wing, and I was like, ah, that's what it is. And uh, because they're rare, it was it was uh, cool for me to see. So I, I thought can... on the inside you were going to talk about a white fleshy meat that makes a fantastic buffalo wing. Like, you were like, oh, on well, the outside, they're oh, brown cooked... and creamy. On the inside, it with a little up. Frank's hot sauce, they it make a fantastic... great for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, because you want to marinate it overnight. Absolutely. And really get that marrow out of the bones. You got a little bit of crisp then, in there. Yep, mm. and then... So I spitfire roasted that this morning, <laughs> uh, and then I, this will surprise you. The poor flicker woodpecker. I took brie and smeared it over it, just like it was a piece of toast. Oh, glad you didn't fantastic. mind. Yeah, no brie didn't care. What yeah, did. no, that's good. So she'll, those fingers go back. <laughs> uh, is there a southern flicker woodpecker? That's a great question. I don't know. I mean, so I saw one of these for the first time last summer. Okay. And um, I've got. A, and then, you, and then you did the research to see what it was, or you knew even last summer. Okay, so we're we're, we're, we're really going, delving into your nerdiness going, here. Going, yeah, okay. come on, country we're boy. The Merlin Bird ID app, oh. <laughs> not a sponsor, mm. is uh, is perfect for if you see a bird in your backyard or if you're out hiking and you don't know what it is. It's it's a great trickle down where you're just like, where are you? And you type in your zip code and it sh- it's like, okay, here you are. And it's like, what size bird is it? And it gives you a little diagram. And then it's like, do you see it on a feeder? Do you see it in a tree? Do you see it on the ground? And it gives you possibilities for what it was. Excellent. So that's how I found it the first time. And then I have a uh, retired cardiologist who's a neighbor of mine. And uh-huh. um, he and I were talking about it and he's like, I've never seen one. He's an avid bird watcher and walks his dogs through the parks all the time in the nature areas. And 
Um, so I got a photo of it the second time last year and showed it to him. And, and it's, it's, we can stop nerding out. So are you an avid bird watcher or are you just simply curious? I know you're simply curious, but do you also have like, I'm an avid bird watcher and I can identify like a number of species just by visually spotting them? Um, I am a naturally curious person. Yes. So right. uh, scientific minded guy. So yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I love the puzzles. I love trying to figure things out. I don't know that I would say an avid bird watcher because I don't go to go bird watching. Okay. Like I'm not like, hey, be back at 10 going bird watching in the morning. Like I'm not, I don't do that. But I do sit on my deck and have a cigar and watch all the birds that come to my feeder and I can name all the birds that come to my feeder. Bob, research Tom, and, that one's oh, Carl. Yeah, 100%, Hey, Shelly. And I mean, obviously Frank is the real jerk of them. Hey, that guy, he's showing Frank. Is that, so. Do you work with birds? Is that is that what I've just figured out? You work with birds, and that was Frank that was causing the problem from the earlier conversation. Okay, I was I was of the uh, I was of the understanding we weren't going to be talking about the specifics of work, let alone uh, all of the birds or that is, I work with in is the Frank aviary. Your, is Frank going to be for the podcast? Is this going to be your generic name of angst? Like, oh, so sure, anytime okay. when you're talking to someone, it's just going to yeah, be Frank. We should, we should probably not do Frank. Frank was my granddad. He was like oh. a great guy. Well. So like. Um, so so you, you work on that. You can come back to that. I, you know but what? I mean, there aren't any Carls I like. Carl, there. That's a better. One. That's a good one too because you can kind of gnarl it out yeah, there a little can. bit. You can't. You you can. really yeah, that feels good. Frank, that Frank's kind of you can kind of horn that one too. Yeah, Carl gets like down in your throat and just climbs its way out. It, it like does. That. It does. Yeah. So I, I want. Um, all right, we're coming back to the pin. I'm gonna pull the pin out of the conversation. Can we okay. cover? We covered both our worst. Yeah, and, and, worst, right? worst and best. Center and Saints, yeah. our Center and Saint moments yeah, for the. Saint. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure bird watching is the Saint moment, but I'm going to take. I, it. I mean, I'm going to take it for episode. There's a lot. One. Of, there's a lot of uh, religious stories that are related to birds. Okay. In in good favorable positions. Okay. So, I have a tattoo of a bird on me. Okay. So yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. It's just <laughs> just a closer look into my life, guy. <laughs> just, a, just a peek inside. <laughs> I've seen that tattoo. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Not everyone wears a tramp stamp <laughs> quite like I do. Come on. The wings are wonderful. I love how it wraps all the way around to your front of your hips. Oh, you know, it does. It's beautiful. And I tell you what, man, when I go in for a search at the airport, they're always surprised. Yeah, yeah. And they can't stop snickering. And the, the eat crow next to it is really mm-hmm. nice. And mm-hmm. when that arrow points. Eat more crow. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I updated it. Yeah, eat more crow. Is it off the rails? I mean, we're getting close. Yeah, we're, we're getting close. So close. pull the pin out of... Uh, the, Dealing with the lack of patience, right? Mm-hmm. You're the manager. You've got to come back and have this conversation with the people that are in your in your employed. In, yeah, employed under underneath you, and you've got to work with them. Like, what's the what's your best and worst? Like your best, like you would handle the situation. This at your worst, man, you just kind of okay. So I will I will expand on this. Um, the worst was. I wanted to get my head around the situation immediately following it. And while employees were trying to reach out to me, I intentionally froze them out. Yeah. That's the worst of it. So shut them down. I don't think that was the best thing to do, but I also didn't have enough information of what I needed to know and understand to get the full scope of how severe is this issue. Yeah. So as a result, I'm not going to I'm not going to placate or coddle anyone's feelings or fears because they already knew they messed up. Right. And so um, everybody went on blast for this certain issue. Uh Uh-huh. So it wasn't a big secret that this was coming down. Right. 
So then the the debrief session, the wrap up has to be, we messed up. I mean, it's got to be the hard facts out of the gate. Sure. But it's also got to be, it was the first time it's ever happened. So nobody's losing their job. Right. We're not going to make this into something it's not. We right. do have some exposure here. We do have some things that we, it might get uncomfortable for us in the immediate future. But for the most part, everyone should be safe. And the biggest thing is we're a good team. We work well together. We're cohesive. We communicate well. Don't let this one thing undermine what we already have. Yeah. So don't don't let this become something where you're now worried about the way in which we communicate, the way in which we're able to conduct our business. Yes, could we have been more professional? Absolutely. Are you gonna learn from it? I guarantee you. Sure. So you leave them with the empowerment of, I still got your back. Yep, I'm mad, but that'll pass. Right. Let's move forward and we learned a hard lesson today. Yeah. See, I'm the, I am I, I tend to be a little, I can be a little bit of a coddler. Assign blame, first um, thing. Just well, I can do that too. Carl. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can be pretty, I've got an anger and a rage that if it get, comes unhinged, it gets pretty unsavory, but that doesn't happen often, particularly with those outside my family. I've heard that in my house before. Well, yeah, yeah. it's, ooh, sorry about that. It feels like an explosion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just replace the toilet paper on the roll. It's pretty easy. It goes over, not under. <laughs> World loves beards. World hates mullets. Yeah, that's right. But I'm a, yeah, I'm a, no, I'm a coddler. I'm like, uh, okay, like we messed up, but I'm gonna make, I want, I want you to know I'm angry, but I'm gonna, kind of try and also kind of cushion the blows a little bit, which I'm not sure is always helpful, but also at the same time, as you kind of said, like, particularly, I think I've, I've kind of taken this perspective post pandemic of like, this ain't the end of, like, it's not the end of the world. Nobody's, sure. nobody's dying because of this. Did we do something stupid? Yep. Can this be corrected? Yep. Like, so let's do better. Let's be better. How are we going to do that? Um, and move forward that way. And it's funny you say that because it goes back to earlier in this episode where I talked about the compartmentalization of my life. Well, I was asked recently, you just don't seem to get worked up about anything. Like, things that seem to be fairly significant, you're not worked up about. And I said, oh, oh yeah, I have that answer. <laughs> and the person asking was like, well, what is it? And I was like, oh, I'm 75% apathetic about everything. <laughs> I was like, "There's there are just very few things in my personal life that merit me getting upset about. Yeah. And it's it really does. It has to be the old Price is Right yodeler, where it's uh -huh. like, you really oh, yeah. gotta build up that kettle of steam for me to finally just be like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. Because most things, I'm just like, who cares, man? I'm gonna go sit on the deck and have a cigar and listen to the Grateful Dead for a while. <laughs> like, I just, that's I, I, I am. Do, I do like that. I appreciate that about you, cool, cool, cool cucumber. Uh, I think internally, I think externally for the most part, I maybe present that, maybe. Um, but I think internally, man, it's a, it's a roaring fire in there, yeah. uh, kind of the Incredible Hulk. Like I'm, I'm always. Well, the secret is I'm always angry. Right? Are you Irish too? Uh, well, uh, maybe yeah. I don't know. Because what we do as Irish people is we keep this little coal of white hot <laughs> anger burning at all times, and you don't have to stroke it too often. But every once in a while, it'll start to dim, and you just, you just blow right yeah. in there, and it yeah. just fires back up. And you're like, okay, I can make it through March. Yeah, potato famine was rough, wasn't it? I mean, just really. Never forget, Patrick. <laughs> Never forget. How could you? How could you? <laughs> oh. Oh goodness. Um, so, so based on uh, what we've discussed today, what life advice do you have for for listeners? Ooh, the life advice. Um, yeah. But here's uh, this will cost you nothing. Uh, that's a good thing. Um. 
the whole point of the pod, take time to enjoy a conversation with a friend that you are compatible with and can can be there unfiltered with. It helps to keep everything in perspective um, and puts everything back in place. That's I'm going to start with that one. I'll, then I'll punt over to you. Okay. Oh, we're going to do like a back and forth. I like this. <laughs> well, obviously, download the Merlin ID Bird app. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not doing that, you're failing in life. How have you not already downloaded it during the time we talked about it? Come on. Uh, Which, yeah, which would take me to the third point of advice, which is uh, uh, read more of of Melville's... Bartleby the script. Yes, well, (laughs) yes. Goodness. Uh, Link in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Link in the show notes. Yeah, that's right. Watch, look at profile. Yeah. Uh, You got one more for us? Uh, oh man, I can go back and forth on this. Oh, if, if you want. Man. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Echoing, echoing your your first one here of get together with somebody who's compatible. Just celebrate everything, man. Yeah. Life, life gives us all kinds of garbage on a daily basis, and it's what you choose to focus on. Like if you're gonna allow a social media post to drive you insane, do. you're doing it to every yourself. moment. Oh, I know. I. I know. Stop sending me your blog. Okay? Put it out there. I'll read it if I, I wish. I just need you to I comment. Don't need it. Just comment. I don't need it in my inbox and by a text. I want to I be an influencer. Yeah. Know? No, you're not. I want to post bikinis under waterfalls. Oh, man. But you know what? You might be the first lumbersexual to ever say, <laughs> I want to post bikinis. Uh, see, I can't wear flannels because I look like a lumberjack. You wear it off. You pull it off fashionably. I tried it, right? So if you think back to, oof, it would have been 92, 91, where urban boots and flannels oh, were, yeah. the, that was oh, the, was the grunge. Right. And I remember out. being home at Christmas break oh, yeah. and being like, this was it. And I saw it on the Today Show or Good Morning America or something like that. Actually, I, Kelly and Reg, or it was uh, Kathy Lee and oh, Regis, yeah. I believe May was actually the show. Amen. Um, and I remember seeing that and I thought, oh, well, that's, I had that in my wardrobe already. So I... <laughs> Uh, didn't, didn't have to worry about having money or means to do that. That was an easy thing to do. I went back to school first day, eighth grade, eighth grade, seventh, seventh grade. Seventh Did you grade? have the full beard in seventh grade? Uh, not quite, not quite. No, you were still, 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 still a little patchy me. at that point. Okay, okay. Um, just asking for a friend. But had my flannel on with sleeves rolled up, had my urban, my, my work boots. We just uh-huh. called them work oh, boots because yeah. that's what yep. they were. Yep. Uh, and someone's like, what'd you dress like a lumberjack for? And I was like... That, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> You've carried it with you ever yeah. since the seventh grade? Well, I've learned I, I, fashion doesn't work for me. Anytime I try to wear something, anything trendy, it's like I'm the poster child for here's what this looks like in the worst light. Oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah, no, I, so, I'm, really, I'm really bad at that. So I stick to Henley. I stick to monocolors. I, you know, simple. I keep it simple. Along those lines, I've got a funny life story real quick about that. Um, well, before I get to the funny life story, I got to tell you, I, I, I <laughs> the only, the only time wearing flannel has ever been a detriment to me is I've been stopped in Lowe's and Home Depot a number of times oh, because wow. people are just like, tell me. Well, that guy clearly knows his way around here. And I'm like, I don't work here, sir. I don't know where the hoses are. And they're just like, no, that guy's got to know what he's doing. He's wearing flannel. It's August. You're like, listen, Frank, got... I'd love to help yeah. you. Yeah. Freaking Carl. Carl. Um, I ha- I don't keep up with trends either. Mm. And and I'm not a fashionable person. You've known me for a good deal of years. And it's, it's really the same seasonal wardrobe in and out throughout the year. I don't, I stay in my lane. 
we uh, we have a neighbor who nice guy, but uh, well he's moved out now, so I, I, he's dead to me. Yeah. But well, um, he was built like Gru from the, the right. stupid sure. yellow yeah. doesn't speak English movies. Yeah, he speaks. What are they? He just they, says Gru. Marvel. No, no. Marvel is the. No, Cinematic no, no, no. Universe, the Guardians of the Galaxy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the um. The, oh, Gru the, the, the minions. Groot. Yeah, there you go. Gru, Gru, not Groot. Groot. Okay. I don't. You know I'm not a superhero. I know, I know. I know, I know. I know, I know. We're we're gonna face no. a lot of pop cultural references here. Yeah. You're gonna. That's okay. You just keep throwing Melville out there. And... You know what? I am so glad it's our last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, this was a good. We had a good run. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. 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 We had a real good run here. <laughs> This guy's built like Gru, and he was very fashionable. So he is essentially just a kettle on top with just two tiny <laughs> legs that come down. And um, he uh, he's like, hey, I, I bought some pants on like final clearance or whatever, final sale. Uh, do you want them? And I was like, he's like, they don't fit me. And I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, man, I'm not joking. My cap? <laughs> got stuck in the thigh part as I'm trying to pull these on and I'm like he's a man who can wear skinny he's a big guy but he really can wear I'm not gonna say pull off but he I mean he's dead to me so he could yeah right yeah wear skinny jeans uh it was hilarious because like it was one of those where it got so tight on my calf I was like I might cut these things off like final sales, final sale. Final sale. Not, can't, they're not going back. Like it's it's even it's a disservice to Goodwill to pass these things on. True true story. We so. we were doing family photos a couple years ago, and our family got identified as wearing peach tones. And so, wait, did you all dress alike? Well, isn't that that's like the that's like the hell of family photos, right? That if you're when you're doing this with. No, I've never taken with multiple, before. like when you're doing the in-laws, all the in-laws together, everybody's gathering. Oh, this sounds like a nightmare. Each family has to have like their color tone to sit. It's it's a circle of hell in Dante's Inferno. It's absolutely there. Oh, you um, read that? Okay. Oh. Well, I, I I saw a blog post about it. So, oh, okay. Uh, just okay. a reference there. Um, so no, yeah. That, so we had peach. I don't. I don't own a lot of peach colored clothing. I feel like that's on purpose. Yeah, maybe it was salmon. It might, it might have been. Either way, yeah, uh, it was that was the color that was hot, I guess, this summer to the to the fact that Old Navy had this in their line. <laughs> and so my wife, being uh, amazing as she was, tried to help make sure that I was finding something that worked, that I didn't have to overthink this or show up in just whatever because I wasn't concerned about the color requirements per family. So she comes home with, and, and, and Old Navy's nice because they have big and tall clothing and I need big and tall clothing. And so she comes home with a 2XLT Slim. <laughs> Which is, I'm openly laughing does, at your face. Does not, does not work. I'm like, I mean, I saw the, I saw the tag and I'm like that, I don't, I don't even know what that, means that doesn't make any sense to wow. xlt slim until i tried it on is that like medium husky I, I i still what it means i so i tried this on and the sleeve i could not get the shoulder part past my forearm <laughs> so this must be a barrel chested guy who has the biggest twiggy arms oh, that yeah. anyone's ever seen i thought this poor man is laying in bed somewhere because his arms are too little to lift him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. I, I don't so, know who wears two XLT slims from no Old Navy. So if, if you do, send us no. a The Rock? I don't know. No, he's that. certainly not. He's not getting it over his if I can't get it over my forearm, I mean Hey, your forearms are bigger than the rocks by Oh, well, by, by, by yeah, far, no yes. Doubt. No, yeah, I, yeah. I work out with him sometimes and give him a training, but he just can't keep up, and it's hard to pull all the weight off for him, and then oh, it's man. just, it's yeah. rough. I've it heard he's a real rough. mouth breather. He's a tough, it's yeah. rough, particularly yeah. when he's working out. Ugh. Yeah, that's a lot of mouth. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. It can be, uh, it can be, uh... So, so the, the conclusion of the story, what color shirt did you wear? Uh, I believe I found a non-2XLT Slim. Uh, was checkered in salmon or whatever, and it okay. satisfied the the protocol. So, uh, this picture will be in the show notes. Uh, it probably will. <laughs> I, uh, every this is and this is my side of the family. So this is not my wife's side of the family. They don't. They're not quite as particular about such things. Um, but it is. It, there are pretty high demands as far as like uniformity and whatever and family photos just in general it doesn't matter if it's just your nuclear family or the extended it is always a certain level of angst and frustration it is always geared up for an argument if, and if there's a family out there that does family pictures that doesn't get into just a all-out ugly argument kudos to you write a write a book because the world needs it or at least a pamphlet maybe a pamphlet maybe a yeah. infographic yeah yeah. No, I think people still like. I think they still like snail mail. They do. Oh yeah, I think they like getting. I think they like getting brochures in the mail. When's the last time you got personal mail through snail mail? Uh huh. You may like it. You may like it, but you don't I get don't. it. I don't. I'm gonna send you something this I week. I don't like it. What? I. It's kind of like phone calls. People don't like phone calls, Ben. Wait, I feel like this is. People don't like phone calls. They don't like voicemail messages. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, what? It's 2020, man. <laughs> Nobody's calling nobody. Do you want me to stop calling you? Because I'm not gonna. You know. Do you want me to stop leaving your voicemails? Because uh, I'm not the, gonna. The longer the better. The longer the better. You know why I call you? Uh, the sultry voice. It's the gravel. I oh mean. Oh my gosh, no. Because <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> I'm multitasking. That's I, what I'm doing. I do that. I do the same thing. I don't want to call you during my personal. personal no, no, time. right, right, right. I want to yeah. Call you during my commute. That, that way, you also know when it ends. You're like, yeah. when I get home, I'm done talking to you. Okay, I will say though, I didn't tell you this. I almost <laughs> texted you this. You and I talked on the phone Wednesday, maybe. That I don't was know. We talked. We talked. No. Well, you know what, people? This is the center and saint part of the podcast because well, he's like. It's horrible. It's horrible. I hung up the phone. I was near my office. I hung up the phone. And I was like, that's a damn good way to start the day right there. That's a real fine way to start the day. I'm, I'm going to start a, uh, a phone line service. It's going to be along those lines of like, call me. I'll start your day off right. No? Yeah, I don't no. know. Now, uh, I now it just feels... Well, I think I liked the exclusivity of having that conversation. But now I know that anybody can have it. All it's right. Like, it's um, just yours. It's now I'm like the original for $19.95 a month. You yeah, can, and you'll just, get that. Yeah, I just well, part, I want so to be here's why I, I don't like mind. talking on the phone because when I talk on the phone, two things happen. I I'm easily distracted and you with whatever's on. going around. I, I probably I fart regardless of anything, um, but I get distracted and so like I can get lost in the conversation and then there's the awkward pause where somebody's asked me something and I'm like ooh, yes. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. You're not really sure what you're agreeing to. Uh, so Ooh. there's there's that. Yeah. 
Uh, and the other side of that is I've been told I sound angry. <laughs> And uh, and that's not a good thing. That's I don't want to. No, I don't think that's a positive thing at all. That's not a good thing. So I mean, I guess that's the question. Do I sound angry when I'm on the phone? Not with me. I, You're delightful. Well, part of that is we yeah. we cut up a little bit, but sure. in, in other conversations, people are like, "You just sounded angry," and I'm like, "Oof." So I can relate to that because I have been guilty of. Um, I've had a lot of people be like. Hey, so what's up with like you just hanging up on me? Uh, and like I just don't say goodbye. And it's, it, there's probably some psychiatrist out there who's like, "There's a dude seated with you. Don't say goodbye." And I'm like, "Social no, mores, man. Just, I don't care. Like our conversation's over." So, you so why you just like, ghost? You just ghost the conversation? You've like, been privy to this multiple times, but yeah. you've never had a complaint because uh-huh. you'll just be like, "All right, man. Well, hey, I'll see you Friday at five. Yeah, buddy, I'll be there around five thirty. All right, see ya." Well, that's enough. I don't need a exactly like. Right. I don't need the goodbye, goodbye. People need bye bye. Do they? Bye bye. Like they need goodbye. Ooh, then I might be in your boat. I My, may. I may have ended a number of calls without the official goodbye. Well, welcome to the club. Yikes! It's comfortable waters. Oof. There's yeah. probably a Facebook page about that. Why don't Ben and Patrick say goodbye? Yeah, to, yeah, people who have been victimized by non-goodbyers. My entire like nuclear family I grew up with, they're all part of that. And they're also like, they're the I love you before they say goodbye. And I'm out. I'm out on mm-hmm. that. I don't want to do it. No, I know. You're, you're tough. So, yeah, you're so, tough yeah. in that regard. So they've 100% been, I barely like hugging you. I know. It's, well, I boy, like trust me. It was awkward. I don't like hugs at all. <laughs> it's yeah. what I do. It's my hobby. Don't touch me. I mean, no. it's my gift to the world. No way. No, that ain't a gift, man. That ain't a gift. That's like a, I don't know, it's like, it's like hugging us. Sweat, sweaty, that, that was like my lovable first, manatee. That felt like my first dance in junior high. It was so awkward, man. I feel like you should, you should ask people before you hug them, are you a hugger? I have a t-shirt that says not a hugger with a cactus on it. Yeah, like, I, I think I mean, it, it must have been a weak moment for me. I mean, we'd yeah. known each other a long time, but had never gone into that, that that level. I know. And uh, I, I I went and you then rocked the boat. regretted it. Yeah. Regretted it. I was like, yeah. I should, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. And then what I do? The, I called you. Uh-huh. I yeah. called you and made you talk. <laughs> you make me uncomfortable. I make you uncomfortable, sir. Fair enough. Fair enough. I deserved it. Oh, well, I deserved uh, it. If you're still hanging on, uh, <laughs> go seek professional help. There is. I'm not sure why we'll you're offer still a listening. couple of counseling sessions uh, for you to but, contact, um, contact and reach out to. I opened us with a spirit in uh, my spiritual way. You want to close? Yeah, I close us in the spirit. Just, uh, just a good word to go out into the world as the sinner and saint that's in within each and every one of us. Uh, the center points are going to pop up. The saintly parts can also show up as well. So as you head into your week, uh, may you have uh, the patience to deal with the unfortunate things that reveal themselves to you at work and otherwise. And uh, may you also deal with the failed expectations with grace and mercy to those that you know. Have a great week. And uh, thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Center and Saint. Ben and I are glad you joined us. Okay. Okay.